guys, welcome back to And Then. We're gonna do uh, something different today. Go ahead, Drew. So, so yeah, so um, on Friday, I initially, um, you know, I called you and I told you that I wanted to do a show very soon and instead of doing a movie review, um, I wanted to do something on like dealing with loss and heartbreak and stuff like that. Um, but then, over the weekend, um, Kobe Bryant tragically passed away, um, along with eight other people. Yes. With eight other people, including his uh, 13-year-old daughter. Um, so I immediately called Nadim and said that that's what this show should be about today. So for people who know me, even a little know that I'm probably one of the biggest Kobe Bryant fans I don't have a whole you know like I, I don't have a whole lot of memorabilia I don't have you know I don't I didn't watch I didn't go to every game that he played um, but I I I don't want to say worship the man but I admired him different stages of my life through different stages of his life um, I remember being young and in uh, I think I was in eighth grade or freshman high school. Um, what I liked most about Kobe when he first came out was his cockiness. He was very arrogant. He was very cocky. He was very confident, overconfident sometimes. Um, as he got older, as I got older, I got to appreciate his motivation, his drive, his hunger, his uh, willingness to to not just face failure in order to succeed, but to you know, he he didn't take a loss. Like, when he would lose, he didn't just take it and take his ball and, and, and go home. He used it as motivation to get better. Um, how, what I admire about the man goes beyond basketball because even after he was done playing basketball, what I admired about him the most was the kind of father he was, the kind of man that he was. After everything that has happened in his life, the mistakes that he's made, he's overcome all of that, and he's he used all of that to make him a better, not only a better basketball player, but a better man, a better husband, and a better father, which is, um, you know, this, this really affects me. Um, I know I didn't know the man personally, um, but I honestly don't think that you need to know somebody to, to, to actually felt like somebody touched your life, has had an influence on your life. Um, through every, whenever I was in a position where it, it, uh, I was in a tough situation where I felt like I wanted to give up. I always thought about what would Kobe do, and that was kind of my my mantra for years. Uh, what would Kobe do? Would Kobe give up? Would Kobe, you know, if he, he gets hurt, he still plays the game, you know, like no matter what. He was he was um, one of the biggest winners I've ever um, had the pleasure of seeing throughout my life. Um, so yesterday. Um, I got a message from one of my friends um, and he sent me a link to an article and he was like, is this real? And it said, Kobe Bryant dies age 41 helicopter crash. And I kind of laughed it off, man. Like I, I was like, seem real. Yeah. I was just like, no, LOL. You know? And then I thought about it for a second. I was just like, I hope not. And I, I kept looking it up. Nothing was popping up, man. And all of a sudden, man, my phone started going crazy. That's when I knew. And then I, I was with my daughter at the time, so I couldn't really react. 
you know, like, <laughs> uh, my cousin, I called my cousin, and he was just kind of, uh, like, man, did you hear about what happened? And yeah, this is crazy. And I, and I told him, like, I can't really process this right now. My daughter was literally sitting five feet in front of me. Um, and, you know, deep inside, like, I was having an anxiety attack. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't, even to right now, man, like, I can't believe it. Like, I can't, when I read Kobe Bryant dead, Kobe Bryant passes away, rest in peace, Kobe, you know, like, I'm still weird seeing all of that um, and the amount of respect that has been given to him as far as like all you know like celebrities and NBA players and just people in general who just loved him um, you know this is hard you know um, I was watching a clip of uh, there's a show a debate show sports debate show called Undisputed and Shannon Sharp um, what he said, you know, like I agreed with 100%. He's like, it feels like, and he's speaking about everybody, it feels like a close family member has died. And he says, the reason why this is, is because we've watched this man grow up. We've watched this man grow up and, you know, succeed and fail and overcome and, you know, and inspire and motivate. Um, tough man he was a legend he was a legend and you know and like in a, in a part of me you know is it's wants to you know be petty and you know i see people just sharing stuff about kobe talking about kobe and how much they love kobe and you know a part a petty part of me wants to be like no. oh now right now it's it's respect for kobe when he was alive y'all were just dogging him and then i get these these uh comments and this is the thing I've been trying to stay off of social media as far as like reading people's comments because I realize this, as human beings, we suck. Um, we just suck real bad, man. Like, um, I read uh, a post where it was just like, well, you know, I, I don't understand why everybody's all sad and crying over a death of a rapist. And that pissed me off because it's like, even now, you're still going to shit on the man. Number one, I don't know if anybody, like, if, if, if everybody's too young to remember this, but he was acquitted of that shit. And there was a reason why he was acquitted. She wasn't a reliable source. Like, she she had no credibility. She had multiple men's DNA in, in her underwear. You know what I'm saying? Do I knock him for cheating on his wife? Yes. Yes. Um, but for people to still, to this day, label this man a rapist, pisses me off, man. It's very, very... Uh, very, uh, I don't even know what to call it, man. It's distasteful. Yeah, it's distasteful. It's disrespectful. It's here's my thing. What I've noticed about like you know like, and I have my own feelings. Like when, when like, um, what's his face? What's that rapper that OD'd? Oh. Uh, okay. Wow. I should be more specific. Oh. <laughs> Who's that rapper that OD'd? Uh, Pick one. Uh, what the fuck is his name? The the the. Juice the World. Nah. The the one who was with Ariana Grande. Oh, Mac Miller? Yeah, Mac Miller. I could have easily talked shit. You know, like, people were like, oh, rest the I was like, this dude was a drug addict, and he, he overdosed. You know, I wanted to fucking say shit like that. But, again, I don't know the whole story. I don't know everything, and I'm not going to sit there and disrespect the man who has passed away. You know, and, and especially, I'm not going to shit on, on people who actually, like, this, this man has touched their life. 
you know, like whether it's it's the music that he, that he, you know, that he put out that that kind of like you know touch them, inspire them, like whatever it was. Like I'm not here to knock on people, but for people to knock on people, for for mourning Kobe Bryant, I mean, I I take serious offense to that because it's like man, like when when in time did it become where people are not allowed to feel how they feel? You know, I feel like when when people are feeling a certain way about something and then and the person watching them doesn't feel the same and doesn't understand, they feel the need to shit on them, right? Yeah. They, they, they feel the need, oh, why, why, why are you crying? He's just a basketball player. Like someone told me today, you didn't know him. I literally wanted to take uh, my uh, the device I had in my hand and, and chuck it at his face because I'm just like, don't fucking say that to me. This man has been a part of my life every single day since I was like 16 because you're originally from LA right like I mean I I've I wear these 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 Kobe Bryant bracelets I've been wearing them every single day for the past year which happened to be the last year of his life every day when I accomplish something at, at work and I and you know I always I do the Kobe fist pump I always say mamba mentality Got that mama mentality, you know. When when um, when my bosses at work try to motivate me, hey, Kobe wouldn't do that, or Kobe would do this. Kobe wouldn't need that, and I take take that seriously because I'm like, yeah, you're right. But then again, Kobe wouldn't take the shit. So that the reason why I I I I I, I I'm a little the way I, well, I could come come off as a little, you know, and I noticed this too. I could come off as a little entitled as far as the company where we work at. Um, because I've been there for so long and, and yeah, I'm like, I should have this, I should have that, but it's not, but I'm also backing it up with, with results, you know, and that's all from him where it's just like, bust your ass, overachieve. If you don't get what you want, fight for that shit. Um, so when people kind of try to shit on me or shit on other people for, for mourning this guy, um, it pisses me off, man. It's. It's and it's not just with Kobe. It's just with 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 anybody. Like I've seen this a lot when when other celebrities die and people get all sad. They're just like, why are you being all sad? He was this. He was that. It's just like you don't know how how certain people affect other people just because yeah. they didn't affect you. That's how it was when uh, Paul Walker passed away. Right. Because he was like he's been in my life since the first Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious movie when I was a kid. And when that happened, everybody was like. Oh, well, you know, he's just another actor. Right. And, and, or, and, and Kobe, to me, was my hero. He was my superhero. He is the person who, like you said, he gave you guidance. He Right. He's the person you relied on in your head when you're like, would he do this? Would he do that? Right. And I see this man as how, how he is, with, especially, and this is what breaks my heart, man, how he was with his 13-year-old. Um, I remember last year a video popped up and they were just playing one-on-one, you know, and he was kind of, you know, teaching her some tricks and she was, she was, she was, she nailed a fade away. She got a layup on him. You know, she was, she was doing all this stuff and it kind of got me to talk to my daughter about basketball, you know, to the point where she is starting to play basketball. I got her a basketball for Christmas. Um, or not for Christmas, but I, we won her a basketball when we were in Florida. And once the summer comes, I was going to get started as far as like keep, you know, teaching her how to play the game. And that's the motivation I got from Kobe. It's just like, I want to find a way to connect with my daughter. Um, you know, something that we both can love, something that I'm passionate about and share that with her. And that's basketball. Um, I tried to get her to wrestling. It wasn't. didn't work out? No, it wasn't. She didn't like the physicality. Um, but 
he I've always said there's there's two celebrities that if they passed would affect me and Kobe Bryant was one of them I'm not gonna say the other one um, people who know me know who the other one is I'm not gonna say it because it's like no nope, superstitious yeah. nope, I'm not gonna say that shit because yeah taking LOA that happens <laughs> I having a Jew it's like oh, the rock died I think I've seen Drew for a minute <laughs> you know because he's another one if you look at the people that I admire there's guys like growing up like Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant the rock like these guys all have all one thing in common they have work ethic man they they strive to be to be better, better than, than the best, the best yeah. right like they you know like and they're great well I, I don't know about Jordan <laughs> I haven't seen a whole lot of Jordan you know playing with his kids and shit yeah. um, but I've seen the what, the rock man like the rock how he is with his kids and, and his, you know his daughters and Kobe how he is with it and what breaks my heart well with Kobe like he just had another daughter a few months ago yeah. and then he still has a, you know a, another daughter who's a toddler and then his oldest you know and then his you gotta feel bad for his wife man like she lost a husband and a daughter at the same time and maybe she could kind of take solace that they weren't alone they were they were together when it happened but um to me what what keeps running through my mind is just as a father um because so i'm afraid of flying right i'm scared Mm -hmm. um my daughter does these competitions she when she competes for national she goes to florida uh and i missed uh the first one um but then i was like all right i'm not gonna miss anymore i'm gonna go to this next one but i was afraid i was afraid of flying my daughter was gonna be on the flight with me and i remember my baby mama said because i was like oh I'm gonna die or some shit like that and she's yeah. like oh well at least if you die up there you're with her you're with Kayla and I remember thinking about that thinking like oh, that's fucking dark and at the same time I thought about it and I was like that would be horrible because I wouldn't want my daughter there yeah so that you're talking about that I saw this post where someone said that Kobe as a parent was experiencing his worst nightmare ever as a parent, yeah. which is not being able to protect his daughter. Yeah, my baby mama said that to me. Yeah. Um, and it, it was like knowing that, you know, not only that your life is ending, um, but then your daughter's life's ending and there's really nothing you can do All about it. All you can it. do is hold her close, tell yeah. her you love her. and comfort her. And that's what I was thinking because it was about like 15 minutes where they were up there. Um, so I can't imagine the fear in her and then I imagine him trying to console her and it's it's heartbreaking because if you ever watch this this little girl play, she was special, man. I'm not saying that just because she's Kobe's daughter. I'm saying that because of the fundamentals that she had at that young age, and she was solid. And not only was she solid, she had her dad's like drive. Mm-hmm. You know, she had her dad's like she she was the out of all his daughters, she was the one that was most like him. And they connected with 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 basketball. And I remember every time that I would see them. Uh, uh, you know, um, courtside, and they would show them, and I could see him kind of like talking to her and and teaching her, you know, what 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 she's seeing on the floor. Um, I love that man, and it just breaks my heart. Like I I didn't think like you know it doesn't shit like this doesn't you know cross your mind. You know you don't. I thought he'd be old and gray. Yeah, you know he was so saying? young. I mean, forty one. Forty one. He he literally stopped. He just left basketball, I want to say, like, three, three or four years, years ago. It was 2016. Four years now, but yeah. 
but look at what he's accomplished since then. Like he he started his own media company. Uh, he he was producing um, like you know like like little short films and stuff like that. He won an Academy Award, dude. Like straight straight out of the NBA, he wins an Academy Award, man. And and then he was he was coaching his 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 daughter and and his daughter's basketball team, like. He was starting a new chapter in his life, and that's what that's what kind of is is tragic. Is like he the basketball side of his life was over, and then he he settled in. And I've never seen Kobe so happy because you know throughout his basketball career he was a killer. You know he he was he was always serious. He was he barely smiled, man. And then but then as soon as he retired, you could see that he was at peace. You know it helps that he dropped sixty on his last game and won the game. And you know it's like I have nothing else to prove here. Um, you know, it's a good thing I did all my crying in the car before I got here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's tough. Yeah, I was watching this video. It was, uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And it was just a, like, I think that one of the first uh, clips you see is his daughter, is, is uh, uh, Gianna, Gianna, like little and running to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and then him celebrating his championship with his daughter, you know, like that. It broke me. Because, like, at the end of the day, he may, you know, he's not a, he's not an NBA superstar, he's not that, he's a father, and he's a husband. Right. Like, That's, if you break it down, all you the know, time. It, if, to me, he wasn't just a basketball player, that's why, like, what is, is there, does nobody have empathy anymore? No, or sympathy. Like, it, it's nothing. just, it's just people who can, they know they could get a quick like from other people's tragedies. Like, right. TMZ. How they reported the story before? Even, yeah, before they even informed. Like, can you imagine, like, how she, felt. like, how she felt, like, she finds out on, on TV and radio, right. just like everybody else. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's just, nothing. It's probably nothing worse than knowing that your daughter was with your husband and knowing that your husband's aircraft has crashed. Right. And then that there's no survivors, and you know who's on there. You know exactly what the story is going to be. And what's distasteful also and disrespectful is these people trying to be sharing footage of the crash. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are, are you that... Like, I, I don't understand people. I couldn't even watch it because why, why the fuck would I want to watch that? You know, it's like... I, my faith in people, you know, like... People wonder why... I'm basically a loner and I stay by myself and I mean it's 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 a miracle we're friends you know? yeah especially after all you know <laughs> you you be stressed me the fuck out too and you're um, still here <laughs> we're still here uh, or, you know but it's just that as, people as a whole like I, I don't mind you know certain people I have a certain amount you know there's certain people I'm, I'm comfortable talking to and certain people that I, I do genuinely like but then people as a whole I think we're we're trash, you know, for lack of a better word. Like, there's no compassion, you know, and it, there's no compassion. There's no, there's no empathy. There's no just being considerate, a considerate fucking human being. Yeah, this is a little bit going off like on a tangent, but I think it's just because it's the whole everything is just so quick nowadays. Like, you know, I. It, it goes back, but it's around the time where, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Vine, whatever. That's, like, that's, I, I feel like that's what started the whole, like, the five-second frame of, like, of what people want to pay attention to. 
And ever since then, it's like, it's only gonna last for five seconds and everybody moves on, so nobody ever sees it as something that, like, actually happened. Right. If that makes any sense. Like, it's just to them, it's, oh, he died? Oh, well. Okay, so what? Yeah, like, you know? Like, I get it. There's there's a lot of people out there who, who could care less, you know? Yeah. They're, they don't watch basketball. They don't give a fuck about Kobe. They, they just you know go by what they read you know that's why people are still like guess what man like that whole rape thing 2004 mm-hmm. all right what was that 16 years ago right roughly i'm not a math Asian. Okay. um and he was again i'm not gonna go through over this again but i i, I really hate how people once you get accused of something that's it mm-hmm. you know like once you you know anybody could be like yeah he raped me oh he's already a rapist yeah, you know, and it just pisses me. It's like after all, after everything that he's accomplished, um, after all the lives that he's touched, that's what you stick on. The one dark part in his career, yeah, that's what you look at. Even though at the end it turned, you know, he was acquitted. The case was dropped. I don't think he was acquitted. But the case was just dropped. Yeah, you know. With that being said, actually, another thing that we talked about before this was that whole, whole uh, what about the other people on the plane? Right. Or in the air helicopter. Here's another thing, too, okay? So, I, I got a lot of flack because, you know, I mean, I was silent for a little bit because I was just in shock, but then I just started sharing, you know, rest in peace Kobe, rest in peace Gigi, all this stuff, and uh, I got a lot of people who were just like, so you're really just going to ignore the other people on the I'm like, I'm not ignoring anybody. Like, I, I, my heart goes out to their families. But I'm fami- I was familiar with, 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 with this man, okay? He was a big part of my life, you know? If you want to laugh at me for it, laugh. I don't care. I've had a couple of people come up to me and just be like, are you really sad about that? And just smirking at me. And I, in my head, I just wanted to be like, fuck you. Right. You know, I, I did tell the team over that today. Yeah. Um, I apologize later, but... But it's just the fact that it's like these people are like, well, what about all the other people on the thing? Right. It's like, yes, those other people are there, and yes, it's really sad that they all passed away, and it was a father, a husband, it was a, it was a father and a mother, and their, and their child was there too, all together. Right. But at the end of the day, Kobe was the one, who everybody knew. I was was, emotionally attached to this man. Yeah, it's like, you know, like he was the one that everybody knows around the world. He was the one that inspired hundreds of thousands if not millions of people all over america you know it's and that's not america all over the world i mean he's he's known to go travel the world and help uh help like just work with little kids with their whole basketball teams and everything he was a big supporter of like the youth and in sports and everything and it's just people are they just want to find something you know because they think it's like i don't know how to explain it but they just want to find anything to to be part of the story somehow and if they're not part of the story, they shit on the they shit on everybody because they're just left out and they're just like, oh well, I'm cool because I'm going against the grain. Yeah, I'm cool because everybody's going this way and I'm gonna go this way, and I'm just gonna be a dick and fucking shit on them. You know, kick somebody while they're down. Mm-hmm. This is why I hate people. You know, this is why I don't. You don't see me in big ass groups, man. Like you don't. I tend to, you know, like my only exception really is my daughter. For you know, like it's, it's. I just thought it was really funny because, um, man, once he died, first of all, that my phone has never blown up like that before. 
like literally yeah. just blowing the fuck up people were like are you okay you need somebody to talk to you know like um i found it kind of funny because i was just like wow it's it's like they're seeing it how because they know me they know like it, this is not just some celebrity dying this a lot of people told me it's like you're the biggest kobe bryant fan i know like a brother to you yeah like he he was like he was like a big brother to me like i i i felt like did i accomplish what he accomplished no you know um i i didn't i'm not him but in certain aspects of my life in certain situation i you he was my inspiration as far as getting through tough things because that's what he did i've seen this man dislocate his finger in the middle of a game his trainer goes on the side, in court side pops it back in he goes back out on the court yeah. Like what the fuck? I've seen people who, who dislocate their fingers and they're gone for the rest of the game. Yep. This guy just he did a real quick. He winced, you know. He, he they popped it back into place. They wrap it up and he goes back out. I remember one time he he had a finger injury. He didn't want to have surgery on it and take time off from from the game. So what he did is he took one and he taped it next to the healthy yeah. finger so that he could just you know he could just he could still shoot yeah. and it won't affect his finger you know like that that kind of shit is what inspired me um and it's just a whole new new meaning now like every time i throw something away man Kobe. every time i i, I pack yep. a, a, a you know a soft line bag and i throw it into into a box kobe it's just different now i did it today and every time i went kobe it was like kobe you know yeah. like it's 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 very sad and then it just makes me even more sad when people come to me it's like hey, are you okay because <laughs> they know right and um this is tough man like i feel like a part of my a family member died yeah and i didn't know what I, what i wanted to do was like i was gonna post on facebook right away and this big old long but i was just like i have this platform let me use this platform you know this this is part of what this is about man like it's um uh this is an escape you know this is my it's th- mental therapy yeah it's my therapy you know like you're blowing off steam right now right and i think too like i'm gonna have a million people ask me like hey oh how do you feel about uh, kobe bryant dying or how, how are you feeling like this is my way it was like hey you want to know how i feel listen to this this is this is how i feel um i don't want to keep repeating myself um, I'm really tired of all the smirks when I when I tell people that I'm affected by this, you know. Um, they, they they don't see it the way you do. They see it as like he did, you didn't even know him. You never right. met him in your entire fucking life. Fucking Taylor like, Swift dies tomorrow. You're fucking crying, right? Yeah. Or Beyonce, like <laughs> you know, like I'm if, saying, like, if Beyonce was to like Justin Bieber dies tomorrow. All of a sudden, it's like oh my god, you know, it's right. like you know, and it could be the same people who are like Kobe ain't nothing, right? But then they cry over over these these people who who've accomplished less, who've touched less people, like you know. Um, but me, I, I like like I said, if that did happen and they were, you know, like I'm not gonna shit on them for it, because I get it, you know, like I grew up without a real like, you know, a real father figure really, so I had to get mine from celebrities, you know, the guy people I look up to, you know, I mean I had my grandfather there, like he he was my one, I think my only male figure, I mean my stepdad was my stepdad was just an asshole and abusive. Um, Coincidentally, though, he's the one who got me on the, because he 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 was he lived in L.A. too, and he kind of raised me on the whole like Los Angeles Lakers, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Pat Riley, like those guys. And coming here, I, I carry that along with me. Everybody asks me like, "You're in Chicago? Why do you, you know, like, like granted, like I I spent maybe the first five years of my life in L.A., and then I went back after after high school, uh, before my daughter was born." 
Um, but, you know, like, I, I had, I needed, th- these were my male figures that I was looking up to, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, The Rock, you know, these guys who've overcome, and more, more so The Rock, um, I feel like Kobe was a little bit more privileged, you know, his, his dad uh, played in the NBA, um, played, was a big, big time basketball player in Europe took him with him so he got to you know Kobe Bryant was still a kid playing against grown ass men you know I mean it's like it's not knocking him like he it's not that he's privileged he you know he did it like no without but he took advantage of that privilege yeah he he really because he's smart he's he knows how to like he knows how to work hard he knows how to put in the effort where to put in the effort how much to put in and he knows how to like just push himself to do things and and yeah the rock definitely did have a harder upbringing though in terms of like it, well, because professional, he is. yeah, like professional wrestlers, like he, it's not as glamorous as NBA player, you know. So especially back in those days, yeah. when when you know wrestling was, you know, and they didn't have like one big, you know, you you wrestled in territories, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then also The Rock, like uh, what he 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 leaves college he, after he wins a national championship uh, in Miami. And goes to play semi-pro football in, in Canada, and this guy's basically sleeping on the streets on piss-stained mattresses and shit. Like um, in his book, he talks about how like him and his buddies would spray down all these piss-stained mattresses with with uh, Lysol and shit. You know, like he had five bucks in his pocket. He's on the street. You know, he's 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 taking food from like when he goes to practice and shit. And then they have you know food there. He'll he'll take that shit so he can eat it later. Like, and then he overcame that shit, and he became big in wrestling. But that wasn't just enough for him. He decided to go out and I'm gonna be a fucking movie star. Now he's the biggest star in the world. So movie every month. That's yeah. What he's so got like, going it, on. there's you, you see similarities in, in all the, the 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 guys that I look up to, and it's pretty much the same thing. They they overcame um, adversity and they overachieved. Um, but yeah, um, I I I wanted today. Uh, I wanted to have the chance to kind of just let everything out, man. Because Kobe Bryant, man, like, meant a lot to me. Um, Fuck, man. Like, I can't. It's just, it's still hard to believe. Yeah, it's it's still hard to believe he's not here anymore. Like, he's he's gone. Um, And then, you know. Gone, but not forgotten. And then his daughter, too. Like, she was still in the beginning of her life, man. She was 13 going into high school, getting ready to play some ball at high school, you know. Um. You know, it, it makes me fully appreciate the moments I have with my daughter. Um, you can't you can't just look too far ahead in the future. You know, you you gotta think about now. You know, think about today, not worry about tomorrow. Really, don't get ahead of yourself. Right, Folk, like, take it step by step and just like determine. You look you too do. far ahead, and something happens, and then what? That's missed time. Yeah. You know, so I always say, you know, like, oh, it was so hard, man. Like my daughter, my daughter was trying to ask me, like, you know, she's trying to talk about it. And I was just like, could we not, yeah. you know, could, could we not just, just, just take our minds off? Like, let's just talk about something else. Let's just, you know, we're, we're about to go watch a movie and stuff. Let's, let's just concentrate on that. And, um, and I still talked about it, you know, like a weird, we, we were, uh, we were just hanging out and she's just like asking me questions about his daughter and you know and I was telling them about their relationship and 
how good she was in, in, in basketball and how close they were. And it was tough, you know, like she, she was just kind of, you know, oh, just like that. I'm sorry, daddy, you know, like, and me trying my best to stay strong in front of her, you know, like the one thing I don't want to ever do is cry in front of her. Be the rock for her. Right. Like, um, cause in her eyes, I'm her Superman. Yeah. You know? And I didn't want her to see me break. But I did tell her I was recording this today, so she's going to want to listen to it. Um, so I'm not swearing as much in this one as I have in, in the other ones. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a rough couple days, man. Like, all this stuff was in my head all day, you know. Yeah. All day today, all, all night yesterday. And um, still, still in shock. Still in dis- I'm, I'm, I'm still in denial. You know, I'm still waiting for them to be like, "Oh, this is a hoax." And he's just yeah. early April's fool. They, oh. they, they got on the wrong plane. You know, like yeah. something. But by now, it's yeah. I was like, I was reading it up, and it was because not like take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But it was like it was about it was because of the weather. Yeah. The weather was just too foggy for them, and I'm assuming wherever they were trying to land... Like, every just... other every other chopper in the area was grounded. Yeah, LAPD said they grounded right. the choppers because of the fog. Um, and then, uh, so what happened was they were going, and they ran into the fog, and then they're like, all right, we got to go back. And they tried to circle back, and he misjudged how fast he was going. And he panicked, and he made, he made errors. Instead of going up high to go over the fog, he decided to go low to go under the fog. Under the fog, and he and he crashes into a mountain. It's frustrating, cause just like that's what you know could have been avoided, you know like. But I mean, you know, like in that situation, it's it's different, cause he was that was his pilot, that was his personal pilot, yeah. I believe. And it's not like this is a one-off thing. Like he's been doing this since his playing days yeah. um and i just read um uh it was an old interview he had i forgot who he was talking to i think he was talking to, like Derek jeter or some shit and he was talking about like why he uses a chopper and what he realized how fast he was able to go uh, how fast he was able to travel you know short distance i mean would be would be long driving but short like 15 minute helicopter right so what he wanted what he wanted to be able to do was do his workout do his training but then still make it to games or still make it to um you know go you know be able to pick up his daughter from school and stuff like that and still make it to what he has to do so he could still have a well-balanced like family life and, and and professional career um so you gotta imagine like how many times he They've, they've done this well, see, and then just a one time what I've I just saw today and I'm not sure if it's actually like their flight thing but I don't know it was leaked the actual uh, their pilot talking to the I forgot what they're called yeah I seen that and I couldn't listen to it again I'm like why well I listened to it just to see like what happened just to understand what happened they had a map or a track where the helicopter was going and supposedly that you actually have to fly uh, a little bit lower than I guess they were trying to land is what happened 
and so I think they were trying to land at Van Nuys Airport, and I'm assuming that's that's near well, that's near Gal- Calabasas, and there's a whole bunch of mountain ranges or whatever they are hills over there, and he was following the highway, but because of the fog, he had to say he has to say, he, the air traffic control. That's what it was. They told them to stay at a certain point, like a low certain point. Because I'm assuming that there's other planes flying around the area or something. But whatever it was, they told him, you have to stay within, like you have to stay at or below this height. Which I think it was like 1,500. I don't know what that, what exact number, like what exact uh, thing 1,500 is. But whatever it is, they said you have to stay, stay at or below that. And then they told him to, the pilot, to follow the highway if it helps. And he did. And once he got connected to some SoCal or whatever it was, air traffic control, I don't know what it was. They were calling him, he never responded, and I'm assuming at some point something must have happened. He's an experienced pilot, you know, who knows, like, it could have been engine failure or something, and whatever it was, because prior to that point, everything was fine. Well, they were saying, like, he, he's going faster than he thought he was, and by the time, by the time he realized how fast it was, it was too late to, like, pull up or, or or do anything, and then he crashed into the mountain. Yeah, if you're covered, if you're surrounded by the fog, yeah. you don't know. Because that's why he was trying to. That's why he was trying to find uh, that highway to guide himself. And also knowing that you have like a fixed point that you could see, you could understand how like what speed you're going at. But I'm not a pilot. I don't know right. any of that. And anything could have happened. The only thing to do is to wait. Because there's they have a black box on that helicopter, and they said it could take up to a year to figure all the information out. But regardless, they will figure out the information somehow. And it could be human error, it could be mechanical error. The only thing to do now is just to uh, just remember who he was, who all those people on the plane were. But it is Kobe. He is a legend. And this was unexpected, man. Like, yeah, like nobody expected. Nobody, nobody ever thought it could happen. He was supposed to die of old age. Right. That's that just was like my every name. other like Michael Jordan still kicking. Yeah. You know. Um, But what, what I do take, you know, comfort in, again, like, you know, I'm just like watching old interviews with him and what he said was he wants to be remembered because they asked him, what do you want to be remembered for? He says he wants to be remembered for somebody who, who didn't waste any time. Like he didn't waste his life, mm-hmm. you know, like he, that he was an overachiever, you know, a great father, great family man, you know, and I believe, you know, I, I take comfort in that for that that at least the majority i think the majority of the people they they look at him is exactly that you know somebody somebody who didn't waste his life somebody who you know you you he faced adversity and he overcame it you know um he's made his mistakes we all do and he's learned from them not all of us learn from our mistakes but he did and he made himself a better man for it so um I think I've said all that I need to say. Um, I was I was planning on this was supposed to be a little bit more, you know. I was gonna go off, yeah. Cause I was mad. I was mad because again, I'm reading all these comments from people. I'm dealing with some of these people at work who who just don't understand. And I was ready to go on here, man, and just go off yeah. and just be like, "Fuck you" and "fuck yourself" with a rusty purple and gold (laughs) pole or some shit you know like i was ready to go off but um 
No, I'm not gonna go there. I said my piece. I think I've said it. Said, um, you know, I hope everybody understands. You got a problem with it? You know how to reach me. You know, you know how to reach us. You know, I, I, I'm never one to shy away from a debate or, or to shy away from explaining myself because a lot of it is just ignorance. Sometimes you got to explain the shit to ignorant people. Um, but that being said, um, I will always remember Kobe Bryant for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough. I, uh, um, my heart goes out to, the, you know, not only the Bryant family, but all the families, you know, all the families involved. And, um, everybody who's mourning him, everybody, you know? Yeah. And, and I hope, um, I hope everybody gets through this okay. Yeah, it'll, uh, be, it'll be a rough period of time now, yeah. trying to figure out, like, what's just this whole story and everything that's going on. Right. So... That being said, um, I wanted to, to have this show be about him. Um, you know, he, he just, what, 24 hours ago? A little over 24 hours ago. Yeah. This happened, and we, the next episode, we will be back to our normal stuff. And right. What, what, it, what are we talking about in the next one? I feel like, you know, because the, the subject we were going to talk about was how to deal with, like, heartbreak and loss. And I feel like <laughs> even though we didn't go into this going, like, oh, we're going to talk about heartbreak and loss, you kind of did talk about heartbreak and loss. Yeah. Um, but I think next time it will be more about, like, personal heartbreak and loss. And, like, yeah. Someone who actually is, like, someone that you know that you talk to every day. Right. Someone in your own life. Right. Yeah. It, well, it was more like how to, you know, like, you know, because... Um, my a lot of my friends they, you know, they go through a breakup or something. They come to me because they're like, "Oh, Drew, Drew knows, you yeah. know, he Drew's been through heartbreak." You know? Yeah, like I'm not the guy where like, "Oh, Drew knows he he has a great relationship." No, it's like, "Oh, Drew knows he's had, he's had a lot of shit fall apart. Yeah. He'll know how to handle this." And I do because I know I've done exactly what you shouldn't do. So I could be like, "Yeah, don't do this." Why? Because I did this, and this was the result. Right. So yeah, we could get back on that, and then of course we'll, we'll we will go back to to uh you know reviewing movies or whatever you know whatever people want to listen to yeah. um we're we're open to any suggestion um <laughs> so that's all i got man yeah, anything man. else all right you knew him better than i did he is uh he's still a hero and a legend in still that big community role. yeah all right all right well till next time till next time and then